we're giving you the six pillars for aligning this team with the measured growth and improvement of your group. They are practice goals, team outcomes, team profile, the education and coaching you need, how you recognize and evaluate them, and how you incentivize them. Welcome to Inside Reproductive Health, the shop talk of the fertility field. Here, you'll hear authentic and unscripted conversations about practice management, patient relations, and business development from the most forward-thinking experts in our field. Wall Street and Silicon Valley both want your patience, but there is a plan if you are willing to take action. Visit fertilitybridge.com to learn about the first piece of building a fertility marketing system, the goal and competitive diagnostic. Now, here's the founder of Fertility Bridge and the host of Inside Reproductive Health, Griffin Jones. You only get one chance to make a first impression. That's why I have to do so much content because you see a goofy guy at ASRM with red pants and a pompadour haircut, whatever I had from 2015 to 2020, have to do so much content in order to be able to redeem myself in case I was on the wrong side of the first impression. But sometimes that stuff actually really worked for me. But we're talking about first impressions today. For you, we're talking about your call center. We're talking about your intake team, the people that are responding to online contact forms as well. Your first impression. You can invest everything you want in brand, advertising, have a nice building, but you can also betray all of that if your prospective patient has a negative interaction in their first interaction with their team. And the result can even be even worse than that because first impressions don't just get people in the door. They set the expectations for the process in which the patient needs to trust you all but implicitly. In order for the first points of contact with your clinic to be the gold standard of concierge service, their goals must be aligned with those of the practice and those of the patient. That's why we're using a broad term, new fertility patient concierge team instead of the separate teams that might go under that umbrella, like call center, digital chat team, new patient navigators. I'm using new fertility patient concierge team to cover all of that. In other resources, we'll talk about the structures of those roles, but in this article that I'm covering today, which you can find in the show notes, we're not gonna type out all of this in the podcast, but if you wanna read the article, we're giving you the six pillars for aligning this team with the measured growth and improvement of your group. They are practice goals, team outcomes, team profile, the education and coaching they need, how you recognize and evaluate them, and how you incentivize them. The first is the practice goals. They, your new patient concierges, they're not just people that answer the phone. Don't think of them that way. Think of them as people that positively or negatively impact at least four major business goals. And you're probably working on at least one of these goals, might be working on two or three. Patient satisfaction, numero uno, should be one of everybody's goals. Number two, new patient visits. Number three, specific provider volume increase. Number four, targeted region or office volume increase. So you might be Slammed with new patients, if you're a 15 doctor group with, with 12 of those docs, you're slammed, but three of them aren't. Call center really, your new patient concierge team really helps here. When the roles aren't aligned with these specific practice business goals, they should know what the goals are. The systems for how they're evaluated, incentivized, and hired become expensive 
and counterproductive. I don't want this to be an expense for you. I want it to be an investment and I want it to pay dividends for you. Second, team outcomes. Though that was the practice goals, you know, you're getting your new patient concierge team aligned with those practice goals. Now it's their outcomes. So the new patient concierge team doesn't have total control over the business goals. There's a number of things that impact those four goals that we just covered, but you can measure their impact by these four KPIs. One is the new patient appointments scheduled, the total of it, the by team member relative to their goal year over year, month over month, it's new patient appointments scheduled two conversion to appointment, three cancellations rescheduled. So it's your practice goals, your team outcomes, your team profile is putting the right person in the concierge seat to begin with. We're looking for someone who is lower, not too low in competitive drive and high in empathy and compassion. Many of you are worried, like, I don't want to be sales. I don't want to have a sales type of pressure when people are calling my fertility center. I don't want you to have that either. That's why we're not hiring for somebody that is very high on competitive drive because they'll take these outcomes and drive it to the max. We want somebody that is high in empathy and compassion. They really take pride in being a resource. And there's a couple different personality assessments that you can use, but use a personality assessment. Use the caliper profile. For example, for empathy, this test screens for a combination of traits that can help you see how well a person reads a room. Are they flexible? Are they rigid? That's extremely in insightful when hiring someone who has to be responsive to customers. And in your case, patients. Once an applicant or employee takes the caliper profile, their results are measured against one or more validated job modules, da-da-da-da. You can use Myers-Briggs, you can use Colby, whatever you're using, use it for these types of trades and make sure that you're being consistent across them. Promote the mission. You want to promote the mission to this team. They're not just answering the phone. If you think you're just hiring somebody to answer the phone, then they feel like that, well, that's all that I do. What does it really matter? Promote that sense of pride that they're the first line of people helping people struggling with infertility, LGBTQ plus people trying to build a family. They're the first line of that help. It's life-changing and highly personal service that they provide, and that should motivate them for the right people if you have the right people in the right seats. Pay a little bit above the customer service industry average. You don't necessarily have to pay so much, but we're trying to hit it from all angles. You want somebody who's really good at this, and if they're really good at this, it's worth paying them a little bit extra. So I don't want you to have to pay so much extra, although the job market that we're in right now is... It's everybody's kind of doing that for everything. If you're promoting the mission and hiring the right people, you don't have to lean on this. You should just do it a little bit. And depending on what market you're in, go for that 20 to $27 per hour range. If the range seems higher than what you would pay for someone who isn't exceptionally money voted, consider these first two things. Like one is just the job market that we're in right now, the great resignation, two being inflation. And then hire for outcomes for which personnel is responsible for achieving or promote, but think of what they are responsible for achieving. If they actually do it, they're returning their investment. If they can actually make that one doc that you just had to pay $475 for or, you know, or $350 for a few years back would have paid them 30% or 40% less than that. And you got to get them busy fast 
but maybe they are taking a little bit longer to build their referral patterns, et cetera. If you have a really good new patient concierge team, they can help you return that investment a lot faster. And to think about that when $27 might seem like a lot. Okay. So to build your new patient concierge team, we talked about aligning the practice goals, giving the team their outcomes, building the right team profile. Fourth is the education and coaching that they need. Your call center and new patient navigators have to be experts in particular topics about your clinic and infertility. Now fertility centers are kind of straddled with the challenge of you can make an awesome first impression. You can have really good content that like what happens in the meantime, if you have a six, eight, 10 plus week wait list, what happens? This is where engaged MD really can be useful. If your welcome team, your new patient concierge team is setting everything up properly and getting prospective patients into the funnel, they can get them into the engaged MD platform, and you can be getting the patient's valuable content before they even end up coming to see you. It's one of the things that our firm helps with in terms of creative, but in terms of like the treatment pre-education, the informed consent, being able to really involve the, the patients like as part of the process, that's engaged MD. And so when you have people that are just waiting for six, eight, 10 weeks in a millennial Gen Z patient driven world, that's just a recipe for a lack of satisfaction by the time they come to see you, even though it's not really your fault. So if you can give them something to get involved, this is a really good way of using EngageMD. If you're not using it in this way right now, you should be. And if you're not using EngagedMD at all, this is reason number 5,147 to start. Go to engagedmd.com. You can go to Fertility Bridge if you want, but go to engagedmd.com, engagedmd.com slash IRH. If you mentioned that you heard them on Inside Reproductive Health or from Griffin Jones, you'll get 25% off of your implementation fee, but you need to do anything that you can to reduce burden to your staff. You also need to do anything that you can to engage patients and not feel like they're just being left out to dry for two months or a month and a half, two and a half months. Go to engagedmd.com, use engagedmd in this way so that by the time your patients come to see you, not only are they better educated and ready to receive the process that you're putting them through at that time, but they also feel partly like they've been engaged that whole time and been taken care of. EngageMD.com slash IRH. And back to this episode. You can't have concierge level service without mastery of the material. There's at least 12 elements in what we call the syllabus. And if you'd like those, you can engage us for uh, the goal diagnostic. We could talk more about those. But it, last thing that of education and coaching, if you find that a particular team member is not performing to the level of others, it's necessary to coach them up or move them out. A negative attitude will spoil the bunch and it demotivates the rest. Recognition. Once you move past education and coaching, how do we recognize these folks? This is the way of reinforcing that all team members are striving for the same goals and success. It's important that recognition is aligned with the profile of person that you're hiring for and how you're incentivizing for them. There's a few different ways of motivating your concierge team on their own internal drivers, a tally board, 
a practice-wide email, a thank you board where people can write it about themselves. You can write things on them and a patient compliment repository. If you are doing your patient surveys, if you're getting data from your online reputation that they do say nice things about the people that answer their phones or get back to them or the navigators, the people on that new patient concierge team. And it is good to have that repository of compliments for those people. The sixth and final pillar of a new fertility patient concierge team is the incentives. You've intentionally selected people who are motivated by helping others. You've established a system of recognition. Because the tasks of an ongoing new patient welcome team are ongoing everyday endeavors, we have to be careful about additional incentives. We don't want to book new patient visits at all costs. Hiring someone who is too high in competitive drive, like we talked about, and gearing their compensation plan too much toward booked appointments is a recipe for pressuring new patients. We do not want that. We want to make sure that new patients are being offered the right solutions, are being offered the appointments. If they're not just having questions taken at face value, something that can be answered on a web page and sent away that they could have gone to Wikipedia for because it's not actually your point of view because you didn't see them in a consult. We want to offer the appointments to people and we want to be able to follow up with people but we don't want anybody pressuring anything. So what we do want is to help people who are struggling to build their family to get expertise from fertility specialists. And using incentives is just a way of keeping people's eyes on that, but they should be limited because otherwise you'll do more harm than good if they're not attainable. The incentives should connect to one of the desired outcomes, whether it's for the team or the individual. It should be reviewed and recognized weekly. It should be reviewed monthly or quarterly. The reward should be monthly or quarterly. And it should reference your organization's core values. The rewards can be gift cards, customized gift baskets, event tickets, team lunch, use of desirable parking spot. You know, so these are smaller things. This is not like their compensation plan. You see the difference? It is just a way of tying up to the outcomes. So they're paying attention to it, but not so much that they're going crazy for it. Align your new patient concierge goals with those of the practice and the patients, and you will be able to get the, the results. The folks that you hire to answer your phones are so much more than just that. They're the first point of contact for potential patients. They set the tone. They convey confidence and knowledge from the first interaction. Employ these six, six pillars to set your concierge team up for success. If you'd like our help doing that, we can talk about in, that in the goal diagnostic. It's $597 you've seen just a the tip of the iceberg of what we have for these types of resources. And it's such a big part of what you do and how you set patients up. So if you'd like our help, go to fertilitybridge.com and sign up for the goal diagnostic. And otherwise, I really hope you've enjoyed this and can use some of this information. You've been listening to the Inside Reproductive Health Podcast with Griffin Jones. If you're ready to take action to make sure that your practice thrives beyond the revolutionary changes that are happening in our field and in society, visit fertilitybridge.com to begin the first piece of the fertility marketing system, the goal and competitive diagnostic. Thank you for listening to Inside Reproductive Health.